It really just depends. Sometimes it's just intentionally sitting down, thinking about like, hey, like, you know, I want to like write a song right now. And then you just kind of see what happens, you know? Welcome to the Showcast, a show about music, culture, and Memphis. As we live into our mission of building community through music, education, and diversity, we look forward to interviewing artists, musicians, movers, and shakers about how they're writing their own stories and building their own communities. For almost 90 years, the Shell has stood the test of time as a beacon of hope in the heart of Memphis. This podcast is brought to you by Orion Federal Credit Union, where a big part of us is being a big part of the community. Visit orionfcu.com to see how Orion is redefining banking. Very proud today to uh, welcome a long-standing member of the Memphis music community and somebody I'm proud to call my friend. Today we have Jeff Hewlett. Jeff, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Silver. Of course, like many people, I know you from Snow Globe, but you've got some brand new music out that's very exciting. Talk to me about it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, early on in the pandemic, I just really doubled down on on learning how to use GarageBand and other recording gear and started fleshing out songs that had been kind of in my head. And And since the start of kind of March 2020, I've kind of put, I put out around eight albums. Some are like 10 songs. Grief. Some are like six songs. Some are collaborations with other friends. My most recent is a 10 song album called Note to Self that I'm really proud of. It's out on small batch recordings on Bandcamp. And then, of course, it's streaming on all the uh, places where people stream music. But I collaborate with uh, a lot of different people. And I think that's one of the unintended positive consequences of the pandemic, just people kind of working together that might not otherwise work together. So that's been fantastic. Well, I'll tell you what I'm hearing from the new music. First of all, loving it to pieces. Thank you. Second of all, a very different direction from Snow Globe. What prompted that for you? You know, I think it's probably my influences. You know, of course, I love snow globe and our kind of style and that kind of chamber pop and you know of course snow globe is very influenced by the beach boys and you know elephant six and neutral milk hotel and but my personal influences are a little bit more singer songwriter you know i I really love this guy chris staples um i love you know built to spill i love just uh, of course bob dylan uh, Neil Young, mm-hmm. Kinks, you know, that sort of stuff. The Beatles, of course, duh. So I, I think it's just different influences, you know, and, and I love crafting, you know, stories. And I don't know if any of sure. them make sense, but uh, they do to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, how does your creative process evolve when you're making music and especially with the pandemic and everything? Music first, then lyrics, uh, uh... How do you build these great songs that you're putting out? And so many of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, great question. It depends, really. I mean, I think a lot of musicians that you talk to will tell you about how they use voice memos on their phone. You know, I'll be taking a walk with the dog or playing with the girls out in the yard. And then all of a sudden, you know, like a melody will come in my head and I'll kind of just launch a voice memo on my phone and kind of like leave it for for another time. I'll come revisit it. 
Sometimes it's just picking up the guitar and I'll get like a little groove going and then I'll record that just so I don't forget. It really just depends. Sometimes it's just intentionally sitting down, thinking about like, hey, like, you know, I want to like write a song right now. And then you just kind of see what happens, you know? Nice. Um, And sometimes it's a complete disaster. Sometimes it's, (laughs) oh, that's Jalupa right now. Let me let her in. Hang on one second. Sure. Uh, Come on to the flower. But uh, yeah, it the process just evolves and changes. And sometimes it's just takes a lot of time. Right. Finished a song a couple albums ago that I had been ruminating on for probably like 10 years. And wow. And, and I finally just was like, holy cow, like this is it. This is the piece. It's a song called, what is the name of that song? Of course, I've forgotten it now because I'm, I'm always moving so fast. <laughs> yeah like i'm I'm always uh you know moving on to the next thing and and sharing stuff with other folks but uh yeah i'm gonna pull up this song because i want you to know the name of it a couple albums ago yeah what well i mean once you put out eight or ten albums in a couple of years i can understand where there might be some confusion there i mean yeah it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But I do work really <laughs> fast. I like to work fast. I like to uh, throw stuff at the wall, see what sticks. Yeah, the song right. is Standing on Your Own. I released it in uh, earlier in the summer, six-song little EP, and a song called There's a Place. It's, a, it's like a really long song, but I really like it, and I hope people will listen to it because it's something I worked on forever. But then there's songs like you know, off the new album that I wrote in one day and recorded in one week and like mastered and finished in like, you know, a month and then put it out on the album. So it's, you just never incredible. You just, that is just incredible. Seriously. Who did you work with on the, uh, on the most recent stuff you've released? A lot of the usual suspects that I've been partnering with throughout (laughs) the last couple of years, but Jacob church is, a friend and a great musician. He plays in a lot of different bands, but he's got a great ear. So he kind of mixes right. and masters a lot of stuff. He plays a lot, sings harmony, does guitar. Lee Sammons is a friend and he's doing most of the drums and percussion. However, I do slip in there and play some drums and percussion throughout because that's where I got my start. Uh, sure. My buddy Chris Weary, who's in New York. My friend Adam Poor, who's in... Denver, my friend Melissa, who's out in Burbank, California. I mean, my friend Ben Crum, who's in upstate New York. So it's just, it's a lot of different people, you know, and and maybe, you know, it's just somebody like Chris Milam who just sang a harmony on one of the songs for this last one. I, I like just getting people involved and, and seeing what can happen. And, you know, sure. you never know unless you try. Well, and and I think that probably uh, contributes quite a bit to the fact that you do have such variety in what you're presenting. You, you're impossible to pigeonhole is is what it comes down to. But I think that's a great strength in your music and your writing. Well, I appreciate that. And I'd be remiss if I didn't share, too, that this young woman who's out in California now, who is a graduate from Stax Academy, Kennedy Ray, you can find her singing on on some of my tracks. And she's just got this huge, just booming sort of gospel-esque wow. powerhouse voice. Uh, she sings on Let Go of the Letdown. 
on the latest record. And and I wish I could put out these things physically, you know, but I guess the streaming stuff is is kind of a blessing and a curse, right? We all have such right, right. such a huge library. But that's why too, I'm I'm trying to play more live, uh, Silver, because I mean, there's just nothing like it. It's fun to like work up these songs. And, and I do have now a, a live band roster set up and some great shows coming up, you know, this fall and into the winter. So when you're playing live, are you are you going to be concentrating more on your brand new release? You're going to go deep catalog? What, what can people expect to see? I think a little bit of everything. Cool. With bands, we've been doing this song years ago during Snow Globe's kind of heyday i was also in this band of mine my first band where i stepped out with the guitar and and started singing it was called jeffrey james and the hall and uh one of the first songs i wrote is this song called come on down and we've kind of reimagined it in this new outfit and it couldn't sound like i want to re-record it because it just sounds so different and so fresh and so like interesting so so we're doing some old stuff we're doing some new stuff we're even doing stuff that's not even released. Wow. I like I like to have like the band feel that kind of sense of ownership of like, hey, I'm a part of this. Like these are my shorts and like like I co-wrote this song. I'd also imagine, I mean, new material like that. What a great way to flesh out some new material, but put you know, put it in front of a live audience. Oh yeah. We played this private party last month like a benefit for music export memphis which you know does the tambourine great people Dell, they're awesome and it was just this backyard party and it it I mean i don't know it just it had that kind of feeling of like holy holy cow like these people are into this they're they're up dancing they're mixing it up you know uh it scratched a itch that hadn't been scratched in a long time so that's that's really really cool i know having uh Live music come off the stage at the shell again. Nothing has thrilled me more in the past couple of years than feeling like it's starting to get back to normal. Oh, yeah. And y'all do such a wonderful job there. And so it's a wonderful, wonderful asset to the city and the diversity of programming. And I, and I do have to say, Silver, one of these days, hopefully I'll, I'll get to bring the band up there and hopefully we'll bring Snow Globe back as well. Want to learn more about how you can support the Overton Park Shell and its mission of building community through music, education, and diversity? Head to OvertonParkShell.org. You can read up on our history, check out our schedule of events, visit our shell shop to grab all the swag, and find out ways that you can participate in our mission, whether that's through donations, volunteering, sponsoring a concert, or becoming a member of the Shell Circle. Once again, that's OvertonParkShell.org. With so much different stuff that you're doing, is it even possible to project what you're going to do next? Oh, man, that's a great question. Uh, I I have lined up the calendar for the rest of the year musically, which I've kind of never done before, which I'm Whoa. kind of excited about. Like, I've got a really good show this month and, and then in November and then in December. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of working on next batch of songs that will probably make up the next album i've talked to you know brandon kinder at the shell who does right. his own project about doing some kind of split release you know uh that'll be I awesome like, i like the idea of just doing 
different things and trying different things. And, you know, there's some compilations coming up that I'll contribute songs to. So, good. Uh, yeah, it's who knows, Silver. I'm just rolling with the punches. And that that so works. That obviously begs the question. Now, a lot of people do know you from Snow Globe. That was my first experience with you. Seen you play with uh, with the band a couple of times, several times at the Shell. Is that a past project now, or or does Snow Globe still exist? Yeah, Snow Globe is is still going. I don't know if you could say it's cool. fully strong. I would say that it's kind of just in a different place. I mean, we've right. been around for 20 years and we've done, you know, we've released a lot of music. We've played a lot of shows. We're all, you know, friends and we all care for each other, but we're all in just different places. You know, Tim lives in outside of Austin and Buda and he's running his own kind of publishing label. He tours with Spiral Stairs, who's also in Pavement. And uh, so he's real busy and it's hard to pin him down. You know, Luke White, uh, amazing artist, musician. He's kind of in a bunch of projects. I've got a lot going on. Brandon, who's a bass player, you know, everyone's Brad Postlethwaite's a doctor, you know what I mean? So he's opening up. <laughs> right. So we, the good news about Snow Globe is that there's always something either in the works or about to be released. There's so much music and we have a full length and an EP that are basically ready to drop at any moment. And and we've been grateful to release some of our back catalog thanks to Black and Wyatt Records and uh, our second album, Doing the Distance, which me personally, I feel like that's our best record. That was when we were at the height of our powers. That was when we were the most collaborating. We toured the most. We were tight. Doing the Distance, available at Shangri-La, Garner Records, was put out, re-released on vinyl on Black and Wyatt Records. And then, of course, our first record, Our Land Brains, is available now on vinyl. And slowly but surely, we'll try to release every piece of music on vinyl because vinyl just, uh, to me, you know, it's just, I love holding it. I love sure whole album you know flipping the side and it's a piece of art it's like a book it, it is and i did as a graphic designer myself or having some experience with it i miss the graphics of the 12 by 12 format you know yeah absolutely i mean that was so much a big part of so many records for for my growing up experience and and uh, you could always tell so much about a new album like you say just by holding it looking at it and then go to play it? Yeah, I was just in Denver and I popped into this record store to see what I could find. And I found two records that I've been looking for. I found Standing on the Beach by The Cure, which is nice. an amazing record. And, and the, yes. like you said, the art on it is incredible. And then I found Fleetwood Mac Tusk, which is wow. just incredible. And, and the art on that is just, you can kind of get lost in it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Tell me about growing up, what it was about music that caught you, what the aha moment was where you said, I can do this. So I'm not originally from here. I moved here in 1990 from Illinois. And around that time, I played trumpet in the band and hated it. I was horrible. And I thought, <laughs> I thought like that was the end of my music career. And then in high school here in Memphis, a friend of mine invited me to the Antenna Club to see his band play. And... My friend Davis was playing drums and that was it for me. I was like, I went home. I was like, dad, mom, I want a drum kit for Christmas. Started playing music, was immediately in a band, like straight out the bat, you know, just off, you know, right away. Wow. And then I was in two bands and then you're at 10 bands. And then 
you know, over time you just get better. And then slowly but surely I, I enjoyed songwriting and music and what that process looked like. So some friends, including some of the snow globe guys taught me some chords and yeah, now my, I play guitar more than anything, acoustic guitar. I mean, you're, you're basically just one of those guys that simply doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of a nightmare for like, you know. <laughs> Not for wife, your fans. <laughs> my wife is like, you need to settle down. <laughs> no, it's all good. I mean, I do have a lot of energy and, and I like to be active. And I'm definitely one of those guys that doesn't sit on things. I'm just like, okay, and let's do it. That's awesome. You've got a lot going on out, uh, outside of your music career as well. No, I do. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I, we met probably when I worked over at Church Health, too, doing doing uh, Rock for right, Love. Right. Yeah, you've done a lot of uh, public service work in your time, and, and uh, I believe you have a, a PR firm now. I do, yeah. Jeff Hewlett PR just celebrated uh, five years. And when I say wow. we, it's really just me. And I work with some tremendous, tremendous nonprofit clients in the community doing awesome, awesome work. I just, I think it was probably from my nine years at Church Health that, that kind of made me want to be in Memphis, pushing sure. everything that's good about Memphis. You know, we've been through a lot as a city in the past month or so. And, and sure it, health. It's, it's been hard. But, you know, I love this town and I love this city and I know that a lot of other people do. And there's so much positive stuff that we can celebrate. And, and of course, we still have a ton of work to do as a city. But, yeah, I love pushing anything that's in Memphis, about Memphis, for Memphis, pushing Memphis forward. So much of your work, I mean, I, I knew you with Church Health. I know some of the work you've done with the Shell. Your PR firm works with lots of nonprofits. Your sense of community involvement is so strong. Where did that come from? I've always just been an extrovert, you know, kind of just ever since I was a kid, right. never met a stranger. You know, my parents kind of talk about me as a kid. Uh, you know, they'd take me out to dinner, me and my brother. And before the dinner was over, I'd be sitting in the laps of the people that are dining next to us, just like, <laughs> you know, like talking to them and, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of meet everybody like they're, they're a friend and I, and I like to, I think I like to listen and, and hear where people are coming from and, and I love to collaborate. I'm just kind of just a people person, you know? I mean, I, I, at the grocery store, at the gas station, like I'm to some people, probably including my wife, who's like a, you know, a, a real kind of introvert, like that stuff wears her out, but it gives me energy. I could fully understand Know a little bit about your past. Know a little bit about the present. Tell me some of your hopes and dreams for the future. Wow. More shows. Lots of okay. more shows. Full band shows for sure. You know, a big goal, a dream would be playing the Overton Park Shell uh, with the band at some point. More collaborations, more snow globe shows. Yeah, I just want to be, and I think we're getting to that point, Silver, with you know, the pandemic being more and more in our rear view. Yeah, just just more shows. Like I'm playing DKDC on October 14th with Graham Winchester, like a singer songwriter nice. deal. I'm playing November 12th with uh, Eve Barzillay from Clem Snide at Hernando's Hideaway. And then big show yeah, December geez. 1st at the Green Room, Crosstown Arts opening up for Star and Micey. So... You know, those are things I'm really looking forward to. And then going into the new year strong with more shows and 
I just want the phone to keep ringing and for people to to want me to play music. Well, I could tell you from a fan's point of view, that's all really, really good news. If people want to keep up with all with with so much of what you're doing, give me some contact info and then places where people can look for you. Yeah, I'm on Instagram. Uh, my handle on Instagram is kind of funny. Uh, it's dad on arrival. So it's D-A-D underscore on arrival. <laughs> and then Facebook, of course, Jeff Hewlett or Jeff Hewlett Music. Snow Globe is on Instagram and Facebook as well. Twitter is just Jeff Hewlett. You can find me on there. And then I'm trying to go old school silver and, and create some kind of mailing list. So if anyone wants to join cool. the mailing list, just uh, shoot me an email at jeffhewlettmusic at gmail.com. I promise not to blow up your inbox, but I will give you a bi-weekly, you know, like, hey, like these shows are coming up. That's awesome. How about the PR firm? PR firm is jeffhewlettpr.com. Reach out if you have any uh, initiatives, programs you want to push out into the community, and I'd be glad to help. Well, Jeff, again, thank you for taking the time as expected. It's been a delight to talk to you, and I can't wait to uh, see you both in person and on stage again. Thanks so much, Silver. I look forward to seeing you soon. Take care now. Take care. Take care.